IT security personnel at the U.S. government's Office of Personnel Management noticed anomalous traffic in its IT network in April, but it took them until May to determine that the personally identifiable information of 4 million current and former federal workers was exposed to hackers. All federal civilian agencies, and that would include OPM, have implemented the Einstein Intrusion Detection System, but detecting an intrusion and doing something quickly about it aren't the same. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and to discuss the OPM breach, I caught up with Mark Weatherford, a principal at the security consultancy, the Chertoff Group, and former Deputy Undersecretary for Cybersecurity at the Department of Homeland Security. Weatherford says that after government security strategists detected the breach, they likely then tried to determine its scope. This is always the challenge when you have a problem like this. Do you disclose it immediately, or do you actually try to figure out what happened? and the impact of it before disclosing it. The challenge of, of having an event like this is do you immediately pull up the drawbridge and secure everything so that no other data goes out, or do you continue to monitor to, to identify the scope? And I see this all the time in companies. The immediate response is stop this thing. But unfortunately, if you do that, you may not be able to determine you know, how long they were in, but most importantly, you may not be able to figure out what all of the systems and applications that were compromised, what accounts were compromised, what new accounts may have been created, what new administrative privileges accounts were created or were compromised, or any of the other backdoors that may have been created. That's probably why it took a little bit of time before them to disclose this, because they needed to figure all that out and make sure that they closed up all these holes and eliminated all of their rogue compromised accounts. That's the reason for the delay in recognizing the significance of the breach, but Weatherford wonders why government technology didn't stop the personally identifiable data from being exfiltrated. If a device just, if all it does is say, okay, bad guys are here, what the heck good is that if it's still letting all of the intellectual property and, and PII flow out? In fact, why would any system allow PII to be going to a foreign country to begin with? I hesitate to, to criticize. I know because they're good folks over there. They're trying to do the right thing. But, you know... We have spent hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars on this program. And if something like this can still happen, is there really any value here? There's a lot of commercial products that can do the same exact thing at a heck of a lot less cost than this. And if it's still going to allow to release the, the exfiltration of data, I think at some point we have to sit back and we just say, are we spending our money wisely here? Why don't we just contract this out to a company to do it I mean, they could do as good a job as Einstein doing, obviously. Is it a matter of funding? Is it a matter of manpower? Is it a matter that the technology doesn't work as uh, people expect it to work? Well, it's not a matter of funding if you look at the, literally at the hundreds of millions of dollars that have gone into this. That funding is providing manpower. I think it's a technology issue. Maybe it's an employment of the technology issue. And, you know, this is one of the challenges of federal government is that you can go to any federal agency and I promise you the organization structure, the organizational responsibilities for security, the organizational accountability for security is different in different organizations in the federal government. This is a bit of, of hyperbole probably on my part, but we oftentimes see anytime a private sector company, a big company has a data breach, you know, they do the CEO perp walk up on Capitol Hill. You know, why aren't federal agency secretaries being held that, to that same level of accountability. Maybe we'll see that now. Maybe, maybe. The problem with a program like Einstein is 
I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but I don't think it's it's not a secret. But you know, there are programs and there are committees and subcommittees on the Hill that you know are invested in Einstein. Those things are hard to turn around and hard to change, hard to shift directions. I mean, I saw that when I was there. You know, we tried to we tried to kind of redirect the technology in a new way, and you know, we had to answer to all kinds of people who didn't really understand what we were doing. For some reason, whether it's an Einstein issue or whether it's another technical issue, why are we allowing this kind of information to be exfiltrated? You know, why aren't we doing more to protect the crown jewels, to protect the most sensitive of sensitive information in the federal government? Why aren't we encrypting the data? Why aren't we using two-factor authentication? Why aren't we segmenting our networks better to protect this kind of information? You know, this was the whole goal of the, the the continuous monitoring, the CDM program that we started while I was at DHS was, let's get more visibility over the infrastructures in the government so that we can identify where those, you know, where the key areas are and we can protect them better. Why aren't we doing that? That's what boggles my mind. OPM does more than 90% of all federal background investigations. That's a number I read somewhere. I don't know if you've ever gone to a high-level security clearance. The, the information that, that we voluntarily provide to the government to conduct a background check on us is unbelievable. I mean, they know everything about our lives. And that's the information that, you know, that OPM has. So, so that's, what, that's what bothers me is, you know, why aren't we protecting the most sensitive of sensitive information at a higher level than, you know, stuff that may not be as, uh, as important. Since confirming the breach, OMP says it instituted additional network security precautions, including limiting remote access for network administrators and restricting remote network administration functions, as well as reviewing all links to ensure that only legitimate business connections have access to the Internet. The agency also says it's deploying anti-malware software to prevent the deployment of tools that could compromise its network. If these protections were in place before the breach, would they have prevented it? Please, please. This is, this is jacks are better to open. You know, if you're not already doing this stuff, you're not even in the game. If they have done this stuff earlier, would it have prevented the breach or at least made it harder to do? It would have certainly made it more difficult. If they're not deploying anti-malware in their systems already, come on, this is kindergarten stuff. If they're not already monitoring remote access and shutting down remote access, it's embarrassing to me that somebody publicly comes out and says that, says that they're going to start doing that now. That's Mark Weatherford, the former Deputy Undersecretary for Cybersecurity at the Department of Homeland Security. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.